0: Welcome to the RCAP USA Roundup. Today's episode features RCAP USA's CEO Bill Bullard in his weekly address. This week's episode explains what cattle producers must do if they want to fix their broken markets in the new year. Hello, I'm Bill Bullard with RCAP USA, the voice of the independent cattle producer in the United States of America. Well, this week, an investigative reporter with the New York Times published an in depth article on how dysfunctional the cattle market is. The article's headline was record beef prices, but ranchers aren't cashing in. And the byline, which used to quote from a Missouri rancher, was you're feeding America and going broke doing it. After years of consolidation, four companies dominate the meatpacking industry while many ranchers are barely hanging on. But here's the amazing thing. All of Washington and all the conventional cattle organizations are in complete denial. They think what's happening in the market today And what's been happening for the past seven years is normal. They try to explain this serious crisis away by calling it a natural phenomenon. They don't want any changes. They want no changes at all. And this is crazy. And here's something equally crazy. When an outsider who knows nothing about the US cattle industry reads the New York Times article, their first comment is that ranchers need to immediately organize so they can stand up for themselves and achieve the reforms they need then they solemnly add, if it's not too late already. So why won't ranchers organize around organizations that are already fighting for them, like RCAF USA? Are the majority of them really so fiercely independent and doggedly stubborn that they'd rather go down with their sinking ship than join forces to protect their collective interests? In other words, can the majority of those that comprise our U.S. cattle industry be that stupid? We'll soon find out if the majority of America's cattle producers are so stupid that they're not willing to fight for their industry. After all, the majority of them haven't lifted a finger in seven years. They keep thinking that the organizations who helped create this dysfunctional marketplace in the first place will miraculously change their stripes and fix it now. Well, Christmas is over and with it all its miracles. There will be no miracles in the new year unless America's cattle producers do what everyone and their dog knows needs to be done. They must organize by joining the organization that they think will best do what they want done for themselves and their rural communities. And what they want done is to reform the marketplace so producers can receive a competitive price for their cattle, one that follows beef prices, not one where beef prices and cattle prices move in opposite directions as we've experienced for years. It's really that simple. Either stand together and fight, or sit on your couch and watch your U.S. cattle industry go the way of the now dismantled hog and poultry industries. It's your choice, and you need to choose quickly because we may never have a chance to fix our broken industry like we will have in this new year. You don't brand when the iron's hot, then there's no brand, just burned hair. Here's an example of what happens when you sit on the couch and don't brand when the iron's hot. In other words, here's the burned hair. Nearly the entire U.S. cattle industry fought against us when we successfully got the Tester Grassley 5014 bill introduced to force the packers to once again compete for your cattle. They fought so hard that they successfully won a compromise bill, a do-nothing bill, that does not direct anyone to do anything to change the volume of cattle that packers must compete for in our industry's most important price discovery market, the negotiated cash market. What drove this do-nothing compromise bill, now known as the Fisher-Grassley Compromise, was a war cry that the industry needs all the Alternative Marketing Arrangements, or AMAs, that are currently in place in order to achieve higher quality cattle and a more efficient coordination of cattle delivered to the packers. But even if that were true, that AMAs create efficiencies and help improve quality, which is a theory that we find false, but even if we're wrong, and it is true, then can someone explain this? Why must cattle be committed to a packer through an AMA, in which no price is established for the cattle until after they are delivered and slaughtered, and when I say, no price. I mean, not even a base price. Why must there be no base price in order to create those efficiencies and quality improvements that many say are associated with AMAs? And if you can't answer that fundamental question, then all you have in the compromise bill is burnt hair. So happy most important new year your industry will ever have. And what will you do? Please go to our website, at www.r calfusa.com to join with us. Thank you and have a productive week. Goodbye. Thanks for listening to today's episode of the RCAF USA Roundup. To learn more about RCAF USA, visit our website www.r calfusa.com.